0: We are live! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hardcore Honeys Presents hashtag NBA Twitter. I am your host, Shay Vassar, and we are one person short this week, but that's okay, we'll manage. Taylor, how you doing?
1: Doing good. Um, I mean, I've had some up and down news this week, but overall, I've been doing good. Um, finally done with Wells Fargo. Uh, yeah Uh, thank thank the lord thank the lord but i do want to give a shout out to and they do actually watch and listen occasionally so shout out to the maple grove mall team um as much as i did not like the company i loved working with you guys you guys made it a lot better so um yeah that's that's all i got with that but
0: it's very true it's like no a job is made tolerable or like not workable depending on your co-workers
1: yeah exactly like that is um that's exactly what i that's how i stayed there for so long exactly because of that so
0: well you know it's it's been a a week of you know i i was actually talking to my dad earlier today and i was like telling him how we haven't had to improvise any of our podcast episodes yet because the off-season has been so full of news. And he doesn't stay up with basketball stuff as much as I do, and he's even been really tuned in because he was like, hey, the Rockets, I uh, think they're they're ha- going through some trouble. I'm like, yeah, Dad, I think they are. <laughs> it's
1: kind of hard not to because, if anything, they're the dumpster fire of the NBA right now. Yep. They are the dumpster fire. And it started off with Mike Dantoni walking out. Yep. Walking out before getting fired. So I don't know what's more honorable.
0: No. Being like,
1: I'm leaving on my own terms. Like, are you
0: uh,
1: are you really?
0: And they say oh, either you go now or we fire you and it's I don't work.
1: think I don't think you're really relying on this. Oh, this got a new computer and it's really pooping on me trying to figure out everything. But well hey, I got stuff situated.
0: I bring up the Rockets because our first tweet, I mean, it was so hard to find tweets that weren't about the Rockets.
1: It's kind of hard. Yeah. The
0: Rockets news like broke because all of Twitter was talking about it, but this had to be the cake today. So we have from Kayla Doyle, we have the Rockets wishing Russ a happy birthday less than 24 hours after he so-called requested a trade and Kayla heard it perfectly. This is so awkward. It
1: is, I honestly don't know why they did that.
0: No, especially, it was just a lot, a lot. And I went through like all the quote tweets, all the comments, like I was loving what people were saying because who, who knew that that was scheduled for tonight? Or for that morning, for this morning, and didn't delete it.
1: I feel yeah. Uh, Houston Rockets uh, PR team really, really shit the bed on that one.
0: Oh, it's bad. But you know, I got, I got my Russell Westbrook koozie to wish I had a very happy birthday to Brody. So you know,
1: honestly, yeah, he's one of those players we're gonna look back at his career, and we're gonna be like. It's going to be one of those things where weird uh, jerseys you see Hall of Famers in, like you see Patrick Ewing when he played for the Sonics for a little bit, or Hakeem Olajuwon when he played for Toronto for like two years. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like this Houston picture, 10 years from now, is going to be like, this looks weird. Russell Westbrook shouldn't be in a Rockets jersey.
0: I'm so grateful that I've said it before, and I guess I'll continue saying it. Russ looks weird in red. So he does.
1: it and I don't know how uh um how harden is gonna be wanting to stay, considering everyone's frustrated with the team and more so Harden. I mean everyone at his position is frustrated with playing time right now. I mean I guess PJ Tucker doesn't play his position, but still like PJ Tucker wants to get paid. And I'm like, dude, you're 36. (laughs) Like the Houston Rockets would be the only team that would pay you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like if
1: they're, if they're willing to, if they have to get rid of Westbrook, they're going to get rid of your old ass. Yeah, I've, I've always been a PJ Tucker fan, but that Rockets team once Russ officially said I want out, that's when I think the entire just domino effect is going to go.
0: Well, and like I'm closing that so I can get our next tweet ready. But I just have a lot of feelings about Russ going to Houston in the first place. I don't I thought great idea. It was Okay, you know, I love Russ I think he's a very passionate person, but I wish he had been just, I don't know, one more season, like one more. I, I mean, can you imagine if instead of Chris Paul, we had had Russ this year get rid of Paul George, like, okay. See though this,
1: how would they have done in the bubble? Do you think they would have done as well as they did? Cause Chris Paul, as much as I have issues with him, he's probably the best leader in the NBA minus LeBron.
0: But Russ isn't necessarily a bad leader either. And so you have Russ being kind of the mentor for someone that's a little more hesitant, like uh, SGA.
1: But Westbrook is similar to Kobe in the fact where it's my way or the highway kind of. Okay,
0: bastard. that is true.
1: So that, that's, the, that's why whenever someone says if there's a player to compare Kobe to, personality wise, for me, it's always Russ.
0: That's if a good you comparison. can
1: fit with him. Oh, you have a teammate for life with Russ. But if you don't work out with him, bye. Okay, you didn't work out because that is your problem, not my problem.
0: Well, and that might be what we're seeing right now with Harden.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw, oh, I saw, I think, I forgot who reported it, but they were saying one reason why Westbrook um, wanted out was because he wanted to be the ball-dominant person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: what? The person that's the king of isolation in Harden wasn't distributing the ball enough?
0: <laughs> what? Ooh, I know.
1: Is the only, star, only star player on the team.
0: <gasps> oh, God. I I love this. I, love so I have some football.
1: questions I want to ask about Harden, but I got to save it for the fast break I- this weekend.
0: I know. And we're going to have, like, already I'm going to just throw it out there. We're having the good old Parker come in. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, we got the guest.
0: Woo! I'm so excited. We're
1: going to hear Parker's take on the Rockets, and that's his team.
0: That's his team. Okay, I didn't even open up the tweet that I needed to open up. I'm doing really good with my life. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, You know, the professionalism that Hardcourt Honeys had is second to none.
0: Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Are you ready for this? I'm yeah. so ready.
1: I'm so another ready. Velveeta one?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. So we have from Bam Adebayo's future wife, a.k.a. A- at Grand X Butler, Paul George heard everyone with the ring talk with a screenshot of Paul George's post that says, take this walk with me to our 30s. da, da, da. Shit just got real. LOL. Love you emojis hashtag she got a ring first
1: you know what he poked fun at himself so if, if he's willing to poke fun at himself that goes far with me when someone can't take a joke about themselves that's when I'm like oh you're you're awful yep. you don't know when there's the joke about him there was one tweet I saw where it was a picture of Anthony Davis holding the uh, the uh, Larry O'Brien trophy. And then it had next to it, the picture of Paul George holding up a PS five.
0: Oh, God.
1: So <laughs> Paul George was kissing the PS five. And they're like, what's wrong with these pictures?
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, I felt bad for a second. But then at the same time, like, do you know how hard and expensive it is to get a PS five? Like it's borderline the price of that trophy.
0: No, you like, know, finding tweets for tonight. It was either about the Rockets or about the PS5. I mean, that was it. That was literally, I mean, I had to go into some people's like favorites and find, but I mean, I found good stuff, but like the Twitter algorithm was like, these are the things you want to look at. And I'm like, no, I don't want to look about the PS5. And
1: and like, I like the style of his braids, but I don't like him like them on him.
0: I know. It
1: just doesn't. There's certain hairstyles that just don't belong on players. And like, this is one of them we're going to look back and be like,
0: "Mm, for your engagement pictures, too. Cute. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I. It's really awkward, not going to lie. She's like having a, like, in a mid laugh, but not the best shot. And he's staring right into the sun. Yeah, so he's like, "Eh." (laughs) like. I'm sure it was a very romantic moment. And this is just, I can't knock him coming from a person that has also proposed to someone. It is a wonderful experience. But at the same time, considering everything that's been surrounding him as of late, not the best time maybe to post it on social media. Because time equals comedy. I don't know if there's been enough time for it.
0: That is a really good point because he has not left the news. Like he has continually been there. And even with the new 2K stuff, like that also got talked about because that's another place he kind of made fun of himself where he was very open about the fact that he knew his score had gone down. Um, So, and that made me kind of sad because I just have a soft spot for this guy.
1: I wonder what will be the chip on his shoulder for the upcoming season, I know. Will it be everyone giving a hard time for him not being playoff Paul? Will it be him getting crap because of his two K store uh, score? Is like I'm wondering what will be the thing that gets him going.
0: Well, also, it depends on where he's at. If he's at the Clippers or not, like he might be at a whole different team. We might see I, him. I don't know.
1: You're I don't know no how true. much like the Clippers have their problems. I don't know how much of it is actually him.
0: No, I agree.
1: I think honestly, it's Kawhi. I mean, he's the I one that's it. been doing the load management the most. He's the one that like, no, I got, I have it as Kawhi. It just, if it was the other way around and Paul George was the better player and he wasn't doing the rest and Kawhi Leonard was, it would be like Kawhi's out. Yep. And then also, I just rant with this for a second. Paul George gets so much shit for letting people score uh, game-winning shots over him. Well, when you're guarding the best player, (laughs) like when you're guarding Damian Lillard, when you're guarding Steph Curry like at the end of a game, and they're shooting it from 30 feet out, there's only so much you can do. That's... and really it happens real. to him. It's like when it's like Rudy Gobert or a shop big shot blocker. You'll see all the posters on them, but you know why he gets posted all the time? Because he's going up for every single block. So a couple of those times you're gonna be on the highlight reel. Dekembe Mutombo knows all about that. Yeah, an interview on uh Knuckleheads podcast, which a free bump for them. Darius Miles, Quent Richardson, real great, great podcast. But no, they're going to, he's going to get scored on because he's guarding the hardest person on the court every night.
0: Who is also really good under pressure. I mean, She's, that Damian Lillard shot at the end of that OKC series that everyone likes to throw in my face. Damian Lillard is better under pressure in the fourth quarter. That is like literally what Dame time is.
1: That's the second time Damian Lillard has done a shot like that to win a series at a 30 foot shot. Like this isn't the first time he did it to the Houston Rockets a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was game six and he just nailed one. I can't even remember who it was, but just, and I remember watching Harden just stare at the ball as it went in.
0: Right. Well, one and, because Harden doesn't play defense at all. Well, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but
1: I just remember like the first person that was there to tackle um uh Damian Lillard was LaMarcus Aldridge and I'm like that's not a that's not a small person to stop. And when you're Damian Lillard's height of like 6'2", which in actuality is like still like pretty tall, but he looks like a looks like a little person on the court next to Yeah, time.
0: no, he does. Next he's solid, Aldridge. but he's so small.
1: Yeah. How sh- he seems small yeah he's six two what yeah yeah he's 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 short
0: he's a whole foot taller than me and somehow I'm like yeah he's small
1: I'm almost like I'm an inch shorter than him so that makes me kind of wonder being like huh well then definitely did not pick up that same skill set when I was learning
0: I definitely have a feeling my future children are gonna be a lot taller for some reason like well, how
1: tall what well, how tall is your boyfriend
0: well, he's only five six, but his whole family's tall. He just got the short jeans. And my family's kind of like that too, where I have like uncles that are over six foot, but my dad happens to be five seven.
1: My dad's family's really tall, and my mom's family is a bunch of guys that's under the height of five seven, and IT department people <laughs> or farmers, one of the two.
0: <gasps>
1: so, yeah, there, there's hopefully I, I take after the Luke's gene, not the car gene.
0: Yep. I hate genetics because I got cursed. But on that note, uh, okay, I couldn't transition from that one. Um, Rye or at Ninja Bands, which NBA player are you defending like this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I laugh so hard. <laughs> the reason game.
1: why is because, like, I'll type up something about a player and then I'll look at it. And be like, is it worth it?
0: So- I do this
1: on social media all the time. That's half the reason why I don't comment on anything. I actually have a whole thing like typed out and everything, but I let it sit for a minute or two and be like, is this really worth to argue with some stranger right. online? Right. Is it worth it? So I usually, if I'm ever defending a player, it's only off of... Um, like, certain pages, fan pages I'm a part of. Because we all have, like, a relatively same idea. There might be some disagreements, but at least it's, like, civil conversation. Right. Um, I would just have to go with... I'm gonna be biased, but it might be... I'd probably say cat. Okay. He's not, like, yes, there are some serious faults to him. But... He gets, he just because of those faults, he's now completely pushed aside. Yeah. Like they always critique his defense. What about Jokic? Kat's a better, is a better shooter than Jokic.
0: And Jokic
1: like, is- I just, it gets me frustrated. And then there's a comparison of Joel Embiid to him. Yes, Embiid's bigger and it has got all the footwork, but he can't stay healthy. If I have to choose two great players, I'm going to go with the one that's going to be healthier, even if he might be slightly less talented. Right. Because at least I know, like, okay, at least I'm still getting a talented player that's going to be playing for me for 70 games instead of long shot 55. So Kat's the player I would defend. There would still be some points where it'd be hard for me because I do understand where a lot of arguments do come from. He does buy a lot on pump fakes because he wants to get the uh block shot. Um he has even though he shoots at lights out from deep, he's fallen in love a little bit too much for the three point shot. But like I said, if you're hitting it from 40% and you're seven foot, it's like Dirk Nowitzki. Right. <laughs> like it's it's hard, it's hard to stop it. And then where he shoots the ball, it's above his head. So you can't block that really either. So when you have the skill set like that, screw the arm t- armchair coach like me over here. Do what you do best. But Kat would be my final answer.
0: <laughs> no, what you said about the three-point reminds me of what my parents said on my 18th birthday when I won like $75 on a scratch-off. Is That's literally the way I think some of these players look at the three-pointer is like, I got it once, I have to get it again. Like, they they do it and do it. And while they're shooting, like you said, like, more than, than like, a decent amount, it's still sometimes where, like, that's not your, like, strength. That's not where we see you um, excelling. And so then they continue. But it's addictive. I mean, I get that because, it especially in the current NBA setting, they, there's been kind of a an exalting of the three-point shot. So if you continue to make it and continue to, uh, to be hot, then why don't you continue to try? Um, but of course, if you're not hot, which is actually leading into the player that I'll defend, which is Russell Westbrook. Um, because as someone who has watched him on winning teams, on teams like the Rockets this year, on even the last two years at OKC, You know, I get people's complaints, um, and I think that he also gets people's complaints. But my biggest frustration was how much of a bulldog he is, and yet how he would continue to try to shoot that three. And I'm like, that is not where you're good at all. Like, we want to see you run through, pass the defense, and and dunk it, or at least, like, something. But three-pointing is not your thing. Stop. Stop trying. It's not good. You look stupid. So
1: with cat also Tim are one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. So, and we had a lot of players that were very reluctant to shoot the three. So I'm hoping with this D low addition, and then whatever happens to this upcoming draft next week, which shout out to everyone sneak peek preview. We will be mentioning the draft. Um, at least some things that i will try my hardest to shut up about the timberwolves stuff and i'll listen to what you guys have to say with it um that'll be a pain um so sorry jade but that's gonna, be, ugh, be, that's gonna
0: be i mean because why would we like you are a timberwolves fan i don't know the timberwolves team out in and out so whoever they pick as an addition you're gonna be the ultimate authority on that i mean i don't know
1: Man, it's just he's playing smoke and mirrors so hardcore. Like, I feel like he's got like dry ice container around him that no one really knows where he's going to be going next. Like, I, Gershon Rose says, I trust the process, but it gets a little frustrating. Tim used to be so transparent with everything. Right. And now, I don't know, literally every single player, probably within the first 10 picks, has been associated with the Timberwolves, with us taking them with our first pick. Like, I I don't – I mean, we are the only team that LaMelo Ball worked out with. Right. But I don't know if that means we're going to draft him or we draft him and trade him or – I have no problem with having LaMelo Ball on my team because, personally, I kind of wanted to get Ben Simmons. LaMelo, LaMelo Ball is kind of the same player. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take it if we do take, take them. Like I said, I trust whatever Gerson Rosas does, but it's stressful as a Wolves fan.
0: I can't imagine. And my only hope this year, I'll pass it on to you as someone who might have a team that could fail me. Is that our city jerseys are like as decent as others I've seen.
1: I'm nervous about our city jerseys.
0: I'm so nervous about the OKC ones. I'm like, what are they going to do?
1: Like, Timberwolves have had real great ones. <laughs> and then they've had really bad ones. Huh. Like, the first time they did the city edition, it was just a plain gray. Because it was supposed to be, like, the urban, like, concrete jungle thing. I'm like, that's boring as hell.
0: For Minnesota? Like, Yeah, exactly. I know it's Minneapolis, but still.
1: And then... I guess then the next year we did the prince theme jerseys, which that one won an award, actually. I have a Derrick Rose custom-made one, which I that is my it. favorite jersey.
0: Yes, those were so good. And that was, like, such a... Like, that's, to me, is, like, a very specific... Like, that's what the city jersey should be used for, you know? Yeah. It's something so specific like that to honor something really great.
1: Yeah. And last year they had, like, this powder blue one don't really know the theme for it, but all I know is that every game that we wore them, they were home games. Uh, Minneapolis has a huge underground hip-hop scene. It has one of the biggest um, indie hip-hop labels in the country with Rhymesayers, And so every game that they had those jerseys on, they got one of the rap groups from Rhyme Sayers to perform at the halftime show.
0: That sounds so. And cool. like
1: all of these guys, like grew up as Timberwolves fans as little kids. One of the guys, he was wearing his old windbreaker jacket from the '90s when he'd watched the Wolves. Like so, like it was cool to see actual diehard fans performing instead of one time I went to a game and Lil John was the halftime show. And when I said went to a game, I mean like it was two years ago and Lil John was the halftime show. Right. A.K.A. his songs going over and then just him going, <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is with Lil john yes, he's got a couple albums where he actually raps, but he's primarily a producer.
0: R- right. Like, so he's like a song, yeah,
1: yeah, literally came on over the speaker system. And he didn't <laughs> say like a damn thing. And I'm sitting there with my buddy, Nasty Nate Dog, shout out. And we were like, what is this and then like i went to a game a couple games later i'd someone in, I had a friend invite me biz markey was the halftime show i what? don't know who that is he is a 90s rapper i don't know he goes you you got what i
0: need oh that guy yeah
1: hey she's just a friend yeah he was the halftime <laughs> show
0: and I like get, i love to talk about okc's like we usually get dogs that are on like balls oh yeah and,
1: we like, get plenty balls. of the dog ones still best <laughs> halftime show is the lady on the unicycle with the bowls you know how she travels literally all over the world
0: all over all She's over incredible.
1: as such a simple idea and it's amazing one of the times i did go to a game because i've seen her twice one of the times she did (laughs) drop one ball no (laughs) she did drop one ball but then to make up for it she did four at once so we were like okay okay we can all make mistakes especially when you back it up with an awesome baller move
0: wow i we if we ever have an off season like a real off season where we don't know what to talk about, we should talk about halftime shows in the NBA. I feel like that would be an incredible a good
1: topic. I'm going to have to write that down in my notes for a different topic idea. Because, yeah, I have this own little list on my phone of topic ideas if we ever have another situation with that. <laughs> um, personally, when we had to do it like that, I loved it. I loved coming up with new ideas. New every
0: ideas. Day because it's so basketball related it's yeah. Not, like like, not like i said happens.
1: we will have to wander back to conspiracies again because i did actually find a couple more one had to deal with san antonio raising the heat during one of the finals in, what? Uh, like cutting the ac um not- there's a couple things that i saw there i was like wait
0: what
1: and that they're a little bit more current too um that's but we cool. would, yeah, we'd have to get back to um, my greatest conspiracy theory in the NBA, which is the 2000-2001 um, Sacramento Kings. I think it was, or the ninety nine two thousand. Either way, okay. they got screwed out over the by the refs by for the LA Lakers. This is when they were going for their three peat with Shaq and Kobe. Um, the Lakers shot like over like forty or fifty free throws. And Sacramento shot, like, 15. That's. Like, it was just so blatant. Like, you've seen games where, like, man, this this ref was really favoring Co- or, like, LeBron or something like that. But there's just, like, it's just a fan complaining. Like, no, this was, like, you listen to the broadcast and the commentators are, like, wow. um, Okay. I guess we're going to have to agree. Like, if the challenge was there. Oh, back- yeah. Oh my, the Rick Adelman, the coach of the Kings at that time would have thrown out that challenge card. Like if he could multiple times that game, cause it was watching back at it. It was a horribly reffed series. So that one, I can always go so much more in depth. It's like the JFK assassination of NBA conspiracies,
0: which if you ever want to talk about the JFK assassination, I have a couple of theories.
1: That goes down a whole other rabbit hole of shit. (gasps)
0: I know that's,
1: and, a, that's a four hour Wikipedia session. Just to oh, yeah.
0: have you ever had that where you're like on a just rabbit hole of conspiracy theories, because
1: well now that I don't have a job right now, I might, that might end up, see, that's the dangerous part. I might just get sucked into conspiracies and stuff after a while. I gotta um, get down to Mexico to see Carla. Yeah, Hi, babe. Can... She might be watching actually right now.
0: Yay. But also, unemployment's fun. I've been unemployed for months now because of the pandemic, and I've been making a living freelancing. It's great. Um-
1: yeah, I don't have income.
0: <laughs> Hire me. Um, okay, so today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100. They never expire and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with restaurant.com. You can use for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. So restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com slash podcast. Again, that is www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50 percent off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best Deal every meal. Okay, are you ready for this last one? Yes. Because.
1: From depressed net.
0: Yes, from depressed net. I sounds
1: like every basketball fan right now. That could be like their nickname.
0: Depressed net is a funny. Is a oh my gosh! I can't wait to show this to you. So they are like a Nets fan specifically. Oh, wait, I didn't do the wrong, right one. Okay, well, you're just gonna have to watch me go into the bookmarks. Okay. Depressed Nets fan at Depressed Net said, if KD pulls up opening night without a haircut, we're gonna have problems. And then tagged KD. Now that's not even the best part of this tweet. Are you ready? Did he you know respond? Quote tweet. <laughs> Oh wait, he didn't show up. I went to the wrong one. I was laughing and you didn't even see it. This is the best part. What the fuck? He blocked me. Sorry, I cussed. Katie blocked our friend over this tweet.
1: You know what? I I, I heard an interview. Um he still uses the burner account. He opened no! the he still He says he still does it. He just said last time he got caught, but I'm gonna constantly do it.
0: When did he say this?
1: Just, like, the other day or something like that. And I was just, like, at that point, I slightly respected him more by just coming out straight saying, it. like, yeah, I still right. do it.
0: Like, not afraid to be, like, yeah, I use the burner account. Like.
1: Now that he's open about it, I'm, like, I'm chill with him doing that. When he was trying to block it before, or like, when he's trying to, like. No, I honestly, like, I get him blocking this guy it's it's kevin durant's twitter page or his twitter page anything like that he can do whatever he wants he doesn't want some annoying little prick bothering i'm not saying depressed nets this please don't think that no no,
0: right. no i get that i get but that
1: just in general you think this annoying little person saying stuff like that yeah i did i wouldn't want to listen to that all the time i'm gonna get rid of you
0: i i just think it's funny because it's so kevin durant it's oh so yeah, one hundred percent.
1: It is a very like, yeah. That is sometimes I just curious like, how do you pay attention to all of that? No, that's of all really the people of that are constantly tweeting at him.
0: I've tweeted at him because I literally am like, I'm in Brooklyn. I think you're in Brooklyn right now. Let's hang out, or like, can you come on our podcast, or can we be friends? He doesn't respond to me or block me, so like.
1: If we got him on the podcast, <laughs> my first question knows. would be, "What did you? Why don't you have anything else going on?" Right. <laughs> that would be my first question. Like, why are you here?
0: <laughs> well, I'm also trying to get a, a hold of uh, Kyrie because you know Kyrie's one of the only um, Native American players in the league, and so I've been like. I have a lot of projects that if, like, Kyrie wanted to uplift in the Native community, I'm, like, totally down for it. So I actually message Kyrie a lot. So okay. if anyone wants to help me out with the Kyrie Connect, I'm down for it. But I he
1: was Australian.
0: No! Kyrie Irving, his mom is from Standing Rock.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so he actually had a pair of shoes a couple of years ago that had the Standing Rock stuff on it. It was... They're pretty cool, but again, I can't get them in my size because I have a small foot. I have a child. Well, I mean, you
1: could just like stuff the shoe with like a bunch of socks or something okay. like that, and be like, "But bam, looking like, looking what? like Nate Robinson when he stole Shaq's shoes when they were in Boston."
0: <laughs> I would literally look ridiculous.
1: You wear them but. like slippers.
0: Oh, but yeah. So if anyone wants to help me with that Brooklyn Nets connect. We're, we're open to Kyrie. And then Spencer Dinwiddie is still on this team. And he has been real shady on Twitter lately. Even, like, he quote tweeted the tweet that I showed at the beginning with Russ's birthday announcement and was, like, laughing about it. I mean, he is – he's been real shady, and I love it. I love a good shade.
1: Well, also, his – like, he – I saw something online yesterday where he's curious – on cause it's supposedly Western conference teams are looking at him and they're trying to trade for him. Right. And he's like who he, he was literally asking online. Like he was curious on like, who's looking for me right now? Because right. I know like I'm kind of on the trading block, but why, why yeah. can't I know? Or how, how don't I even know a hint of things? Like exactly. at least in the back of his head, like, Oh, I might be going to the Clippers or the Lakers. Like, He's got nothing to go off of. I want him to leave. <laughs> I he he's too good. He really is. He wouldn't be, I don't think he'd be like a consistent all-star, but I could totally see him being like an all-star one or two years. Just even when he was playing behind D'Angelo Russell, when Kyrie was healthy, the guy was still almost getting 20 points a game.
0: He's somewhat consistent. He's a solid piece of a team. So I. it wouldn't make sense if people are trying to get him on his team.
1: He's uh, not a star. He's also younger than me.
0: Oh, really? I don't think yeah, I know.
1: he might be the same age as me. And I just turned 28. So...
0: <laughs> wow, you're old. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, yeah. Like, of the same
1: age. just the only thing that still bugs me is his goatee looks like he glues it on before every game like i'm waiting for the f- like home like the ho- first home game of the season him showing up and him forgetting to put his goatee on
0: spencer taylor. don't block us please because of taylor and like
1: like security's like you can't come in he's like it's spencer they're like
0: Spencer.
1: no <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's had the same facial hair since he's got drafted to the NBA. It's always been on point like that. Which he must be paying his barber a fat piece for that. He's there. I'd be there like every day.
0: Well, on that note, which if you missed that note, it was Spencer Dinwiddie's facial hair. I think we're gonna have to say goodbye. And usually, I'm pretty bad at goodbyes, but I've been practicing to where I'm not just awkward. So Sitting in
1: front of the mirror, just going, boo. <laughs>
0: Basically, I'm like, hello. No, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. Let me. No. Your
1: voice cracks with it. Oh, God.
0: But I hope everyone has a good rest of their week. We will have another episode out uh, probably Monday or Tuesday. Look out for it. Follow us on Twitter if you don't. And, yeah, that's about all, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye.